This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org. This is Dave Iverson. For much of the past 50 years, most Parkinson's research has focused on how to improve the dopamine supply for people with the disease. After all, it's the key neurotransmitter that goes missing in Parkinson's. But recently, the direction of scientific research has widened to include new targets inside the brain. Researchers are also now exploring the impact of something as basic as exercise, a curiosity driven in part by stories like this. One day, a patient with advanced Parkinson's symptoms went to see Dutch neurologist Dr. Bas Bloom. The man uh, was referred to me because he was unable to walk and was literally grounded to the floor. But during the interview, he said he'd been on his bicycle for 10 kilometers the day before. And in fact, he says, I cycle every week for tens and tens of kilometers. I said, that's impossible. He said, no, it's no problem. Dr. Bloom was intrigued, so he and the patient went outside. What happened next made news all over the globe. We had to help him onto the bicycle, gave him a little push, and off he went. And I still remember the moment seeing him cycling away realizing this was a unique event. And the funny thing is he kept cycling, made a very nice turn, came back, actually stood on the pedals, hopped very elegantly off the bicycle, and was immediately grounded again. What fascinated Bloom was what his bike riding patient was telling him about the disease itself, that even when a normal mode of movement like walking is compromised, novel actions like bicycling might stimulate a kind of neural workaround. The area of the brain that's affected in Parkinson's is the basal ganglia, and these serve to make movements automatic. So I immediately realized that if debilitated people could exploit other areas of the brain, apparently, in restoring movement, that would open up avenues for new treatment. The road is blocked, but as you know, you can still take another street and reach your destination. Bloom plans to continue to study how activities like bicycling or dance might stimulate people with Parkinson's to move in ways they no longer thought possible. But beyond these novel effects, Bloom believes that the evidence is mounting that exercise is as crucial to how well Parkinson's patients do as the pills they take. The drugs are okay. I'm I'm certainly not against drugs, but drugs are only a part of the solution. I can tell you in my clinic, exercise is prescribed like a drug. I routinely prescribe exercise. Bloom says the effects of exercise on cardiovascular disease and increasing longevity is already well established. And he's optimistic that the beneficial impact exercise can have on those living with Parkinson's will soon be equally well documented. The symptomatic effects are fairly well underpinned. Whether or not it changes the course of the disease is belief. And I think belief, hope, and positive attitudes are a crucial component of the effectiveness of any intervention. Bloom's research is aimed at establishing those benefits more firmly. But he also believes that beyond exercise, patients need an integrated approach to dealing with their disease, one that involves a multidisciplinary team, a team that could involve everyone from physical therapists to sleep experts, with one player always at the center. Any team is incomplete without an active role for the patient. The time when we see patients as an object of our good intentions are way beyond us. The patient is not only a target, it's a partner, a serious partner in the process. It means that we have to listen to patients and their wishes and priorities, but we should also give the patients the arms, the weapons, to fight the disease themselves. 
And we'll talk more with Dr. Boss Bloom and other experts about the weapons patients need to fight Parkinson's in our upcoming webinar titled Beyond Dopamine. To find out how to sign up and participate, visit michaeljfox.org. I'm Dave Iverson. This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org. Thank you.